I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. This is part two of my stomp with Gemma Bird in Lake Meadows Park. Welcome back to part two of the Stompcast. We kind of dived into a bit of everything there, Gemma, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it's such a big topic and I think it's, it's one that, you know, you're obviously very passionate about and I really care about as a, a mental health perspective and we're going to come on to that actually a little bit in this. But let's really kick off with, right, it's the new year, whatever your financial situation is right now, what are some good basic things that we should know and maybe some tips so people can start off just with the basics with, with their money and saving and, yeah. and approaching financial health? I think the main thing to do is always sit down and the first thing you need to do when you ask people this is I'll say to them, what, what do you earn a month? And, you know, quite often because it's me, they'll say, oh, I'll take home 3000 a month, just for example. I say, what goes out? Um, right, well, my mortgage, my mortgage is 1000 um, my car, yeah, I, I don't really know. And then I'll say, okay, when I'm saying what goes out, are you going to McDonald's every week? Are you having your nails done twice a week, you know, look at everything. You know, this is whether you are, as I say, on a really tight budget or you've got lots of money, but is there any money you're wasting? Look at subscriptions that you've got. Cancel subscriptions you don't need and get subscriptions that you do need. I hear a lot about cancelling them, but if you are ordering something every single solitary week from a certain supplier, maybe subscribe to them because you might save yourself money, you know. Look at absolutely everything. Have you got any patterns? Are you picking up that Starbucks every single morning on the way to work, you know? That can, that can lead to hundreds of pounds a month that you're spending. Have you got a car but it's a thousand pounds a month and really you can't really afford it, it's it's just a money pit. You need a car but you don't need a car for a thousand pounds a month. Look at the place you're renting. If you're renting somewhere and it's a one bed and you're thinking to yourself, I'm really, really struggling, like you said, it's so expensive, you're a doctor. Maybe looking at renting a two bed, it might be another 500 pound a month but you could then charge that other student maybe 800 pound a month so then you're 300 pound a month better off because they're helping you towards the bills. Yeah, sure. So there's sort of, there's ways around things, there's looking at things, looking at things in your home as well, like making money so for example I rent my drive out um, I do it for a company so there's insurances but look at everything every bit of space do you live on your own could is there a spare room could you rent it out to students are you overpaying on things it's having a look at basically everything would be my first tip then look at your shopping habits as well are you buying what you need or what you want that's a really good thing to say and look at things like before you buy anything really expensive, wait three days, or really anything, put it in the shopping basket, for example, on Amazon. Go and make yourself a cup of tea, wait till the morning, and think to yourself, do, do I still want this? Another tip on that as well is a lot of the time, the company will then send you an email and say, oh, hi, you've left this in your shopping basket. If you'd like it, you can have 10% off. Yes, you've just saved. If you really, <laughs> so you're you really want money. it, you save 10%. So then you can save yourself money, and then you can stop and think. Because a lot of the time you'll go back and think, actually, I don't really need them boots. I have got them. And looking at selling things around your home as well, it's such a big thing. Like You can make so much money on that. Like If you went into every, whether it's your garage, your attic, your spare room, there's stuff you can sell. Sell the old to replace the new. I used to do that all the time. Like If I wanted a new sofa, I'd sell the old one first. And even for people that say to me, 
yeah, but I don't want that sofa anymore. No one's going to pay for it, anything for it. I'd be like, but then you've got to hire a van to get it taken away. It's 50 quid. So just think of everything. Put it on a Facebook marketplace saying it's free, collection. That's You're still so saving true, yourself you a time and money, yeah. You're saving yourself everything. So it's looking at, it's looking at everything and it's looking at having and trying to enjoy life and putting things on what do you really, really want. So for me, holidays are really important because that's memories of my children, that's memories of my other half, seeing the world. I'm not, I like the odd nice thing. I'm a girl, of course I like the odd nice handbag or the yeah, odd nice yeah, yeah. dress or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's looking at, if you do want that, where can you get the best deal for it, you know? It's looking at absolutely everything. Everything I buy and do, I think about it before I spend it and I think, okay, where can I get it from? I use extensions on my computer such as Honey, um, which saves you money every single solitary time you check out. It automatically searches the web and checks all the vouchers mm. for you. Mm. So as you're checking out, you're saving money there. So there's lots and lots of ways to sort of save and do things. And as I say, as we spoke about in the first part, and if, if you're at the situation where you can't do anything, you've cut back and you've gone through everything, then it's sitting down and it's speaking to somebody, whether that's friends, family, citizens advice, a professional, and putting a plan in place. It's, I think it's having a plan and it's always sitting down and starting to look at it is the main key where people go wrong. They think, actually, I don't really want to open that app. I don't really want to see what I've got in my bank account. It's looking at it and, and talking about it. And I think that's the first step of anything. Well, the point around, let's pick up from that first, I think, the, the idea of um, burying your head in the sound, sand is probably most applicable to financial worries, almost than any other problem. And, yeah. I, and I, I have naturally been in the past, without a shadow of a doubt, especially as a student, burying my head in the sand. I don't know, don't want to see the bill, don't want to look at the account. Oh my God, I can't check because it might be empty. Right. And, and that's a natural thing I think a lot of people experience i think part of it is we're not taught about like financial health and how to approach yeah. things and how actually by having awareness of your financial situation you can actually reduce anxiety whereas yeah. not knowing actually increases more increases anxiety yeah how how do you kind of do that kind of self-assessment in terms of like if you're someone listening thinking oh Joel, i just don't want to look at the bank account how can you do it without maybe causing a huge <laughs> panic attack because i think i know as a student that was a that was a huge worry is it kind of getting a list and writing down the kind of what do i owe what's yeah. coming in what's going out like what's the best way of approaching it i always think right if it's making you feel ill if deep down even though you're closing that app or that computer or whatever if deep down like you said you know you were feeling anxious about it, you didn't want to look because you were so anxious about what you were going to say once you've have looked and you've put a plan in place i promise you you will start to feel less anxious and more and more in yeah. control because it's something you can get control of no matter yeah. how much debt you're in or whatever it is you can get control of it if you just start from day one even if it's you're putting a plan in place that you're paying a pound a week off you are putting a plan in place and you will feel better because Sometimes you have to face things and the minute you do, the minute you open that laptop, and it's really funny because I suffer with horrific anxiety. But for me, I th I, one of the reasons I think I'm good at money and good at saving is it's a control thing. So the fact that I do suffer from anxiety, I know that you will feel better looking at it because when you're worrier and you're an overthinker, it's because you can't, you can't change it. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like you think, Things are outside your control. Yeah, they're outside you of your control. Them. You're yeah. like, oh God, does that person like me? Like, did Alex like me today when we was walking around? Did he think I was weird? Did, do you know what I mean? All these, <laughs> <laughs> which you probably do. These but... active thoughts, no. We're exactly. all, let me tell you, we're all weird. I've got a, I've got a hairdryer tattoo on my arm, so trust me, we're all Oh yeah, weird. okay. <laughs> Charlie's but, laughing. But you see what I mean? Like, so, and th but that is really out of my control. But I've, all, I've almost learned to like, with everything, it's about trying to take control. So even if you think that, it's about having a conversation. Like, did I say something wrong? And when, you, when I've done that in the past to somebody that maybe I've completely made a conversation up in my head, they've been like, no, you're absolutely fine. Like, you didn't say anything wrong. So 
I almost feel that's the same with money. Like if you have a look, you might, you, firstly, you might be pleasantly surprised and it's not as bad as the situation or it's absolutely horrific, but then at least you can put a plan in place, you know? Well, I think You've the, got po the point is it's going to rear its head at some point. It's uh, always going to. What I'm listening to is kind of, um, it's like what I talk about with mental health and I talk about, in, you know, a better day in my book is, is self-awareness is the first step with mental mm. and physical health. If you're not aware, you can't solve. You can't, you can't even yeah. begin to talk about self-care, about things you can change or bad habits until you're aware, until mm. you know what the situation is. And it sounds very similar. It's kind of like, how can you try and better the financial situation if you don't know what the situation is yeah. that you're in? So just having like an understanding of that is important. But one of the things I, I picked up on when you were talking about there was around decision-making. Social media, um, uh, apps the internet, it's all algorithmically designed to make you buy things, okay? Yeah. Um, and some of that actually, sometimes actually, we sometimes really hammer advertising, but actually sometimes you see something you did really want, or you go, good job, I've been looking for that, bam, you've seen it. So let's not hammer it all. It's having an awareness that there are going to be things in front of you. You're going to have constant choices of do I buy or do I not buy this? So it's almost yeah. knowing what is it I want? Mm. And I, I think it's always a good question to ask yourself generally in life, but financially what, what, what do I get enjoyment out of and you know, I remember this guy I saw um, in, in A&E a couple of years ago and um, we were talking about life and he was a very interesting chap, an interesting uh, life and he was saying that um, essentially he doesn't remember any of the t-shirts, any of the trainers, any of the clothes he wore throughout his life. There's so much stuff that he thought was important when he was younger and just can't even remember what it, he just, he said, I don't even care now. The things I care about are travel. You said about holidays, time yeah. with the kids, those so kind of true. things. And, and actually you, you might be listening and go, well, actually, no, I do really care about the opposite. And that, that's fine. It's your life. But it is helpful to understand if you're going to spend money on something or buy something, does it really matter? Like, I honestly couldn't care less about owning, like, a really expensive hoodie or something. Okay, yeah. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't have any judgment on someone that wants to. But I, for me, that is no enjoyment at all. I do, however, love my cars. I love, I'm a petrol head. I love so Formula I love One. Cars. I love racing. So I would spend money on things like cars yep. because it genuinely gives, you gives me a pleasure. And, and I do differentiate that kind of pleasure between that Absolutely. and happiness. That's also a very important thing to do, especially someone with ADHD, because you're always chasing that dopamine hit. But it is useful just to have that question of what is it in life that I want? So if, and I guess almost it's that goal thing as well. It's like, you know what, if I stop buying, if I buy t-shirts that are £10 rather than £100 t-shirts, I can save up from five t-shirts I don't buy, I can go on holiday. Yeah. And I really wanted to do that. Or yeah. I can go camping for the weekend or whatever it is. It's choices. It's making choices. You can't have everything in life unless you are a billionaire. Nobody can. You have to make choices. So it's deciding That's what you want. That's a Cristiano Ronaldo. You really yeah, can't exactly. have everything. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's making choices what you really, really want. So if you... Like, I, re I, I like cars as well. So that is a complete and utter waste of money. It's not an investment. It is purely for pleasure. I've bought it. I've waited till I was 40 to get it because I couldn't afford it when I was younger. But it's been a goal of mine that I wanted this particular car and I've now got the car car I want so that's a pleasure thing but again it's I feel like I've waited until I can actually get it rather than getting myself into debt maybe years ago not being able to go out and not have holidays because I thought like what's more important to me now seeing my friends going out 
having a life because I suffer with mental health. So like seeing my friends is really important to me. Going on holiday is really important to me more than the car. And it's, it's about prioritising things. And if you can have it all, that is absolutely lovely. Anyone that says they wouldn't want it all is probably lying. Of course, if you said to me now, here's two million pounds, Gemma, I'd be like, thank you, Alex. Of course I'm going to take it. <laughs> you go. And of course it's Christmas. going to make me feel happy. Um, so money, there, there is, money does make you happy because if you haven't got enough money, you're, you're bleeding depressed. Yeah. And that, you know, the whole thing yeah. of money doesn't buy happiness. I don't agree with that line at all. It does. If you've not got enough money to pay your food bill, put a roof over your head, feed your children, keep keep warm at night, uh, you're pretty miserable, right? So money does bring well, money, an money gives of you happiness. two things: it gives two, you the choices. two O's, the opportunities, and the options. Yeah. So you have those are the two big things that that it clearly gives you, and uh, and it is interesting because you look at happiness charts and you you look at money versus happiness. There is. Um, I think it was done in America, the study. I'll have to, we'll have to find it. I'll leave it in the show notes if people want to have a look at it. But basically, we're looking at like how, much, how happy are you versus how much money you earn. Yeah. And, clear, and, and, and we know, I mean, we know this, like, absolutely, that people that are in low economic backgrounds that are struggling with money clearly have higher rates of anxiety and depression because it's hard. That life is hard. Yeah. And as you earn more money, there's a sharp increase in happiness. But then, interestingly, it tailors off. And I think it was around $100,000 or something between a hundred and a million and a hundred thousand and two million a very very small increase so i think it's almost that point of like as long as you have the opportunity yeah, and the enough. options yeah you have the options to do the things that you want to do and for most people that's going on holiday once twice a year it's you know being able to spend time at the weekends going to the cinema with the kids absolutely it's not most people don't want to you know it would be lovely great have a bugatti on the drive yeah. whatever but that's not really something that makes you happy is it no that's, so that's you're not just, bothered yeah, that's, about that's it super so well, it's kind it? of like aiming for something that can give you enough so that you have that those and you're not comparing yourself Alex though that's so important like stay in your lane no matter how much money you've got like as you say like I'm 41 now so I'm older than you so over the years I have become more financially secure and I'm at a time in my life now yes where I'm mortgage free I've started my page and it, life monetary wise has changed for me um, and that's great financially for me but at the same time I still do the same things I still enjoy just going for a walk I'm, I'm, because that's who I am because I've stayed in my lane and as me and, and not and not try to compare myself because if I compared myself there's always going to be somebody better off than me and there's always going to be somebody worse off than me so I always say that to people don't worry about what everyone else is doing don't worry if that girl you know has got 4,000 of those handbags that you want if you've got one and you love it then you should be really really proud of that and yeah. it's about it's achieving your own your own goals do you know what I mean like I'm I'm not like rich like loads of these people around living in Essex but for me, I feel like I've succeeded because I've got two beautiful children, a lovely husband. As you say, I go on my holiday, I can go out when I want, and I couldn't do that years ago. It's taken me a long, long time to get there, so I know the pain of not having anything, not being able to go away, not do these things. Believe you me, I do. And you're right, like, if you then gave me a Bugatti or whatever, it's not really going to increase my happiness. It might for that hour while I'm yeah. driving around in it, but it's not really going to do much more for me. Well, because... I love that analogy I've heard before. I think it's a fantastic one. If you, if you gave, I mean, it's difficult for me because I'm absolutely obsessed with cars, but it, it still would stand true, stand true. If you gave me a Ferrari today and surprised me with a Ferrari, I would lose, lose my shit, quite frankly. I'd literally go wild. I'd be so excited. Like, I'd love it and I'd look at it. I'd stare at it all day, probably. The next day, probably do the same. Maybe even the next day. But eventually, there's going to come a day where I look outside the window at the Ferrari and go, yeah, I got a Ferrari. It's really cool. But I don't have that feeling I had when I first had it. And eventually, and you'd time, say, oh, it's getting old now. Yeah, Mate, and, and you will actually, do you know what? One. I want a better one than that. But yeah. kind of, how many weeks go by until you walk out the house 
and you don't even look at it as you walk past the car. Do you know what's a really good one you're saying about analogies? I think you're going to like this, right? And I, I can't remember who said it to me. In my, in my view, it was my mum, I think, but she always said, and it sticks, and I've said it before on my Instagram, is no one at your funeral is going to say, oh, my God, do you remember her Chanel handbag? Yeah, no one a, in exactly. their right mind is going to say that. Do you know what they will say? She was were they funny, kind? Were they, kind? Were they funny? Yes. Were they good people to be yeah. around? And you know, did they They're do things the that are meaningful that in their life? Yeah. Yeah. So if you then passed tomorrow, for example, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I had such a nice chat with him, man. They're like, I wouldn't go, oh my God, I remember those shoes he had on. They were banging. Yeah. I just wouldn't say that. So always think of that. No one else really, really cares. No, it's you that does. So don't worry about that side of life. Um, do I think what makes that you point happy. is comparison is the thief of joy and I think we'll we'll finish on that fantastic analogy uh, for this part anyway um, so thank you to everyone listening to part two we're going to go on to part three where we're going to chat a little bit more about um, you know kind of building upon those healthy healthy habits I think we should talk about um, what is the point of saving I think particularly mm. so we talk a little bit trying to get a, get you know improve our financial flow should we say but is there a point saving right now and how do you even dream of a mortgage maybe those are some of the things we'll chat about in the next part anyway i hope you're all well take care and see you very soon hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.